so when you think about it, participating in games and sports takes to, demands a lot out of our kids. There's a lot of different skills that are required when it comes to being successful at these types of things, right? Not only do they have to regulate their emotions and manage their impulse control um, and delay gratification by waiting their turn and sitting quietly, they also have to remember the rules and follow directions as well as consider the wants and needs of others and look at things from other people's perspectives and you know understand the concept of fairness and you know reflect on their mistakes and think about how they can be better next time not to mention celebrating the success of somebody else so it's a lot going on when kids are participating in games and sports and a lot of the times um, especially for the little ones but older ones as well it can they can get really competitive right because it feels like a lot is on the line and it is common for kids to have a hard time losing and so so what I want to do in this episode is normalize this feeling and talk about the ways in which we as the adults can help our child learn how to lose gracefully because this really is a skill. So let's dive in. Welcome back to my channel. If you are new here, I am Dr. Jasmine. I am a child and family psychologist as well as a wife and mom of two little girls with one on the way. Around here, we love to talk about all things positive parenting, including positive discipline, tantrums, aggression, not listening, potty training, and everything in between. So if you are watching on YouTube, uh, consider hitting that subscribe button so you can join our family. And thank you to all of my listeners on podcasts. I really, truly appreciate you guys especially um, the ones that are leaving those reviews. It really just does help support my channel. Uh, before we dive into how to help our child lose gracefully, I want to share a free gift with you, which is my free discipline workshop, how to get your child to listen to you without yelling. Inside the workshop, I break down step-by-step step how to get better cooperation and better connection with your little one. Um, and I give real life examples. So be sure to go to the mompsychologist.com forward slash workshop to watch the discipline workshop for free. Let's dive into the tips on how to teach kids to win gracefully. Again, this is a skill. It's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of practice. Um, but tip number one is to prepare them ahead of the time. Similar to, you know, what I talked about in teaching your child how to ride a bike, right? We, we first prepared them for falling, right? You're going to fall, right? <laughs> You're not going to, you know, just get on the bike and be successful all at once. It's really important to prepare our child mentally, not that, oh, you're gonna lose and you're gonna do horrible but hey it happens right some people sometimes we win and sometimes we lose and so you want to start that conversation early start that conversation even be even before they start to play the game right just keep that in their mind plant that seed right that some people will sometimes we win and sometimes we don't and shift the focus to always trying our best right shift the focus from focusing on the results to focusing on the process right and having a good time right so when I go over the rules with my girls I you know share 
are the most like really important rules of course and safety rules and all of that but then I say what's the most important rule of all and they know it's to have fun right that's what we're doing this for that's why we're playing this game or participating in this sport is to have fun at the end of the day and so you just really want to stress that right that that is where our focus should be um, and you know that it's okay if you get upset if you lose right that we all experience disappointment letdown embarrassment regret uh, when we lose and that is a normal human emotion so you do want to normalize the feelings that may come up if and when they lose you know model and kind of plant that seed that you know i experience that frustration too or that disappointment too what really helps me is just to take a deep breath and focus on doing and trying my best and you know trying better next time right like getting up and doing my best again right so just kind of again planting that seed um, and you can offer them other coping skills that might be helpful for them, like taking a break, sitting next to you, drawing out their frustration. Um, I do have a video, if you're watching on my YouTube channel, I'll go ahead and link. I do have another episode um, about, you know, teaching our child um, how to calm down, teaching them mindfulness techniques. So definitely watch that video, um, it, especially if your child experiences really intense emotions when they lose, that can be really helpful for them. So this is all the pre-work <laughs> before they even go into the game or the sport or whatever it is, or the race, right? This is the pre-work that you do beforehand just to kind of set the stage, right? And plant those seeds that it's okay to feel how you feel. We all feel those feelings let's talk about what we can do with those feelings and let's also remind ourselves as best as we can to focus on having fun focus on trying our best focus on the process not always the end result um, and tip number two along those same lines is to avoid invalidating their feelings which can commonly happen and we don't often even realize we're doing it but a huge part of learning how to lose gracefully is being able to understand and tolerate very difficult emotions right um, like embarrassment regret and disappointment right we learn how to lose gracefully when we're able to sit with all of those messy feelings and so we are actually doing our child a disservice if we are invalidating the feelings that come up for them because we're not teaching them how to sit in the mess <laughs> right we're just teaching them hey get over it right you don't need to sit in this mess you don't need to even have these feelings get over it it's not that big of a deal let's move on right and um i know why we do it right a lot of the times we're in public a lot is going on we're like oh my god we don't have time for this why what, what's going on um and it's a lot it's overwhelming right so when we get overwhelmed we we commonly run the risk of invalidating our child's emotions and just know that when we do that we are um we are sidestepping the process right again a huge part of teaching our child to lose gracefully is to help them 
understand and sit in the messy emotions, right? That's the way they're gonna go through this process. So when we invalidate their feelings um, by saying things like, you're fine, it's just a game, just try again, don't be a sore loser, right? We're not teaching them to tolerate their emotions, we're just sending them the message that we don't wanna deal with the emotions and, the, and therefore they don't need to even deal with their emotions. So instead you wanna validate how they feel um, and that it's hard to lose, right? Because I think we can all come from that place, right? It's hard to lose. It's hard to try our best and to not get the result that we are hoping for. And I think all of us can relate to that, whether that's at work or a hobby um, or just, you know, in our relationships, right? It's the, the disappointment that comes with life in general. And so if we can come from that place of, hey, like, I understand this is hard and saying things like, I would be disappointed too, or I totally see why this is hard for you. I saw how hard you tried. Um, I saw that you gave it your best and losing isn't easy, right? Not getting the result we want isn't easy. Um, and you gave it your all and that's disappointing, you know, when things don't work out the way that we hoped. And just coming from that place, it'll help us kind of calm down. <laughs> but then it helps them, right? Because now they're understanding, oh, okay, like this is normal. This is okay for me to feel this way, right? Um, and I'm always saying, you know, it's okay to have whatever feelings we have. It's about the choices that we make afterwards. Um, and so these statements, just know when you're saying those things, when you're validating your child's emotions, you're making it less likely that they're going to lash out with anger and make poor choices and have bad sportsmanship uh, after they lose because now they're better able to understand themselves. They're better able to understand their feelings and, and you know, sit with all the messy, uncomfortable feelings, right? You're saying, hey, I get it. And I'm not asking you to change how you feel. So let's sit with it. And that's uncomfortable in and of itself, right? Commonly, when we experience something uncomfortable or a messy, intense feeling, our urge is to run away from it, to shut it down, to numb it, right? And so we're teaching our child, no, let's not run away. Let's sit with this feeling. And that is going to do them a, a huge service in the end as they practice losing, right losing gracefully um, and then tip three is stop letting them win i know it's tempting especially if you have little ones to you know you're playing a game of Candyland or chutes and ladders or whatever and you make it likely that they're going to win right because you're like i'm just trying to help you out i know you're little <laughs> right i know you're just starting this and i know instinctively as parents that's what we want to do right our job instinctively is to protect our kids um, and to protect them from pain and disappointment um, but we are again actually doing a disservice in the long run if we're always making it that they are winning the games right because then they're not practicing sitting with the disappointment and sitting with the reality of losing um, and so the more we shelter them from the disappointment um, the less equipped they are to handle life's inevitable ups and downs right because they're gonna lose right um, so now I'm not saying we never let them win right and to never do this it's just you want to balance it out you want to make sure that you're also practicing a lot at home what it feels like to lose and how do we handle that disappointment and that frustration and that pain what do we do with those with those messy emotions um 
And you know, bonus tip, when you lose, right, to be a good role model and use phrases like, oh, good game, you know, you wanna role model good sportsmanship, but you also wanna speak aloud about how it feels, right? Like, oh man, it's disappointing to lose. I truly tried my best and I was hoping for a different result, right? I was hoping that I would win. But you know what, I had fun and you know, good game. You played a really good game and now I'm ready to get back again, get back up again and try again, right? So you're just, again, planting those seeds and modeling what you hope they will say <laughs> when they lose, right? Um, or you know what, I'm not giving up, right? I don't give up. I'm gonna try again, um, again. So every time you lose, use some of those phrases to show them how they can handle a loss themselves. Um, and tip number four is to redefine what success looks like. A lot of the times it's very black and white, right? Success looks like winning and failure looks like losing. And so it's easy for kids to equate, right? I'm successful if I win and I'm, I'm a loser if I don't, right? Um, and that, you know, earning a certain amount of points or running the race at a certain amount of time or getting a certain amount of grade, right, is the definition of success. And I think our culture obviously uh, reinforces these concepts. And so at home, what we can do to help our child um, with, with, with losing gracefully is to help them understand that no, actually success, there's a lot of gray, right? That it is subjective and we get to define what success really means and what it looks like, right? And so teaching our child, you know, success looks like trying our best, even when things get hard, right? Even when it doesn't come easy, even when we don't understand how to do it all the way, right? We still try our best no matter what. Or that, you know, success looks like having a good attitude even when things don't go our way, even when we don't get the result we were hoping for. Or asking and accepting help. That's a huge one, right? That it's a good thing to recognize when we're struggling and when we need somebody's help. And whether that's a teacher, that's a coach, or that's us as the parents or the caregivers, that we are here to help right that's our job and so really like uh, promoting and reinforcing that success looks like asking for help um, is a really good one to uh, teach them or that success looks like taking a break to cool down too often we're like no just go just keep going like get up again try again and we can run the risk of um, saying like oh to take a break is bad and I think it's not right it's not that we're always giving up right um, or that we're not trying hard sometimes you know what success looks like is recognizing when we need a break right whether it's our body needs a break or our mind needs a break to kind of recoup and you know reassess everything um, and to get back up and try again and so like really reinforcing that I know um, we were <laughs> just recently doing yoga with our, our little girls and my youngest got really frustrated and you know I love that my husband was able to uh, reframe when she needed to take a break it wasn't that she gave up or she never try yoga again but she recognized she needed a break and that was a good thing right that's part of what success looks like and so really you're shoring up their confidence 
confidence in themselves, right? And helping them understand these things and um, recognizing when they need a break, which again is such a healthy thing to do. <laughs> healthy coping skill, right? Or, you know, that success looks like showing up day after day and practicing and mastering something um, that they want to learn or inherently knowing our worth um, despite our results. This is really, really important, right? That uh, my worth is not tied to the result of this game or the result of this race or whatever it is right i am still worthy i am still good enough um, it doesn't have anything to do with me or my character who i am um, when i lose right and so detaching those things right success looks like recognizing and owning that right and being comfortable with that and really at the end of the day enjoying the process over the results is so important right it's not about winning and losing it's about having fun it's about learning it's about um you know working as a team whatever it is right that is what success is if we're getting those things out of the experience um, and tip number five is to be careful with always allowing your child to go first and what i mean by this is like in everyday life not just in games or sports or whatever it is like in everyday life are you letting them go first because going first can feel like a win right um to our kids so it's important that we help them practice waiting their turn and allowing other people to go first especially when we have you know multiples and we're you know naturally do this when we have multiple kids but these are really good opportunities to uh, practice this skill of waiting and impulse control um, and so whether that's serving meals and they have to wait for theirs or, you know, um, serve, a lot of the times it's, I wanted the red cup, not the blue cup, and that they have to wait their turn. And tomorrow they, they can get an opportunity for whatever cup it is they wanted or an opportunity to choose activities or books that basically there's a balance, right? And they're not always being able to have the first priority to choose these things um, is really important. Or picking movies and shows, again, just knowing that when you use everyday life to help them with impulse control, waiting their turn, um, sitting quietly, letting somebody else go first or have the first choice, um, you're helping them with, with losing gracefully. <laughs> and then tip number six is to read books about the concept. You guys know I love children's books. Um, and so commonly when we talk about these concepts or these skills we're trying to teach our kids, I love using children's books as a way to not only start these conversations but continue the conversations on a more regular basis and open up these conversations for whatever questions they have misconceptions that they might have about winning versus losing and just normalizing like we all have to learn the skill right we all have to deal with the disappointment that comes inevitably with life right so i don't have all the books here with me but here's a couple and i'll go ahead and link um my whole list that I have for you but this one uh, sometimes you win sometimes you learn uh, by John Maxwell is a good book about the concept of you know losing <laughs> and losing gracefully and learning from our mistakes learning when we don't win uh, this one is a great one for the little ones this one's called number one Sam so this is great for toddlers and early preschoolers teaching the concept um and here's another one if winning isn't everything why do i hate to lose this is for the older kids four five and up 
again about the concept of also what it teaches is um, the concept of cheating and you know why it's important not to cheat and the concept of asking other people for help when we're struggling there's a lot of good concept concepts in this one and another one that we love is winders don't win winners don't whine um and there's a couple other good ones so i'll again be sure to link all of the books books that i recommend the magical yet is another one that i love uh, that really helps build that um, mindset around um, that growth mindset right around not giving up and really taking our time to learn things and master things um, so be sure to give this video a thumbs up if this was helpful for you and let me know down in the comments if you are watching on YouTube uh, what other skills you want to teach your child to learn um, so that I can try my best to make relevant resources for you um, and again if you are listening in on podcast I see you <laughs> huge thank you to everybody who has left a review and just let me know um, your feedback on the content that I provide and after this video be sure to or after this episode I should say be sure to check out my free discipline workshop how to get your child to listen to you without yelling um, where I break down step by step how to get better cooperation um, and I provide real life examples so that it's all concrete and tangible so you can go to the mompsychologist.com forward slash workshop to watch the workshop for free that is all i have for this video or this episode i should say <laughs> that is all i have for this episode i'll see you in the next one bye